You're listening to the only place on the internet that offers the perfect blend of high-quality premium cigars and cryptocurrency news and commentary. Welcome to Cigars and Crypto. Now here's your host, Invest Noir. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to this episode of Cigars and Crypto. You know who it is. It's your boy, Noir. Let me tell you. I am happy to have this brother with me, Damon Johnson. He is the author of the Bitcoin Rabbit Hole book, and I had to have him on when I found him on Twitter. Damon, how are you, sir? Oh, I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Nice to be here tonight. Man, it's a pleasure to have you, brother. It's a pleasure to have you. So let me jump right in, man. Tell me, how did you get into Bitcoin? Probably and back in 2018 is when I say I actually got into Bitcoin. Um, you know, when I heard it right away, you know, cause I was already, you know, aware of different FinTech companies and things like that. But when I heard about Bitcoin, you know, something really snapped immediately. Like, wait a minute, this, this, this sounds, this sounds really good. And this sounds really legit. And the ironic thing is, you know, I had heard about Bitcoin, um, probably like five years prior to me actually getting in, probably back in 2013. Although when I heard about it then, um, because I was trying to do um, some more, some entrepreneurial type uh, job or business, a home business, and PayPal wouldn't work with our business model. So someone said, you know, you know, you should look into the Bitcoin network, you know, it'll work with anybody's business model as a payment processor. So I kind of looked in, at it and, you know, I, I really didn't understand it. I, could, I really didn't understand how I was really going to use this magical internet money. So, you know, I really just, just, just uh, didn't really do my thorough research on it, but in 2018, like I said, when it was introduced, it, it just snapped. And really from there, you know, um, you know, I, I, I was literally, I did two years of intensive daily um, interaction, just studying, just being in the community. And that really just led me down the rabbit hole. And, you know, that, you know, that brings me up to where we are now, like you know, that's about three years later. So that, that was my entry into Bitcoin. So tell me about the inspiration for the book, Bitcoin Rabbit Hole. Yeah. So, so yeah, the name, the name of my book, I, I, I termed it really based on, you know, the phenomenon of what happened to me, uh, what happened to, I see a lot of people that have heard in the industry, it's actually called um, Deep into the Bitcoin Rabbit Hole. And I have a subtitle that says, take a journey into the world of crypto and discover the three keys to unlock your financial destiny. So really, really the, um, the inspiration for me writing this book was, um, it, it, it's really just... <sighs> really just to be honest to it was to make it was an awareness type thing you know my, my big thing is I, I do believe 
um, in encouraging mass adoption of Bitcoin specifically for um, you know, my family, my community. Um, so, you know, I wanted to do something. I wanted to, like I said, I, I did two years, over two years of just being in, entrenched in it on a daily basis that I had so much going through my mind that I knew um, I just needed, needed to get it out of my head. So I decided to um, put it, put it in paper, uh, put it down on paper uh, again, so I could just uh, spread this news. Because what, what I've seen is that, you know, when you talk about Bitcoin or when I, you know, when I was going through it, you know, back in 2018, I'm looking around and, you know, it seems like I was alone, you know, um, most people that I knew, you know, like my friends or family knew nothing about Bitcoin. And I'm like, this is definitely, you know, an opportunity that people that I love, you know, need to know about and they need to, they need, they, you know, this is something that's going to be generational and it's a perfect timing as far as because not many people know about it. It's a great way to get in and front run uh, before everyone knows about it. And then it's too late. <laughs> so that was, again, that was, again, the inspiration for the book is really just to make people aware and letting, again, letting people know that, you know, that what it is and that it's, it, it really isn't too late to get in. As a matter of fact, we're still super early, but, you know, as the days tick by, you know, we, we you never know when it's going to be too late, but we just know right now that, you know, we are still super early. So, you know, everyone has a, their own unique way of getting into the Bitcoin space. Um, most people get onboarded through Bitcoin. Um, some get on, onboarded through altcoins, but everyone always ends up down the same path where there's an epiphany where people are like, this is it. Like, why didn't I know about this before? And who else knows about this? And who can I tell about this? You know, and I, I'm, I'm a big proponent of being a producer in this space and less a consumer in this space. So my hat's off to you for taking the time to write a book to educate people on your experience and how you view Bitcoin and the way you see how it can change the lives uh, of your family, your friends, and uh, the community at large. So I'm on your site and the book says, it. What, the site says, in this book, you will discover seven superpowers of Bitcoin, the Bitcoin community, basic history and origin of Bitcoin, three key solutions to level the playing field in the 21st century digital asset economy. The one thing I wanna to touch on is the three problematic issues facing adoption of Bitcoin. Now, I have this conversation all the time with people and I tell people Bitcoiners went wrong because we allowed core devs to explain why people should use Bitcoin. Yeah. I'm a firm believer that people will only use things if it's easy for them to use and if they're incentivized to use it. Hey, 
Are you looking to invest in Bitcoin? CoinFlip is the easiest way to buy. CoinFlip ATMs let you trade cash directly for crypto and you can get started with as little as $5. You heard that right, $5. Use discount code NOIR29, N-O-I-R-2-9 for 10% off any transaction at a CoinFlip ATM. Find a CoinFlip ATM location near you at coinflip.tech. That's C-O-I-N-F-L-I-P dot T-E-C-H. Coinflip dot tech. Don't forget, use that discount code. So I am a big proponent of spawning mass adoption by having businesses offer goods and services at a discount for Bitcoin because they can bypass uh, traditional point of sale transaction devices that charge you 2.75% plus 30 cents for each transaction. And I was just curious, what do you think? Cause I don't want to give away anything in the book, but just give me one thing that you think could be done to spawn mass adoption. No, no, that's a great, that's a great point. Um, and really, you know, before I get into that answer, um, you know, I, I, I want to say I totally agree with you. And I actually do that with my book and my company. That That's one thing that's a um, core tenet that I believe also. So anytime I interact with the public, um, with, for example, my book sales or any product and service that my company would offer, um, obviously, we're going to be dealing in fiat. Um, but if the public interacts with me in Bitcoin, um, I have on my websites um, that um, you will at least get a 20% discount if you buy in Bitcoin. So like my book, um, you can find on Amazon. Um, I have an e-version book um, and I have a, a paperback on Amazon that you can order. However, on I have a personal website that I also sell my book and um, on my personal website, uh, you can get an autographed copy and things like that. But if you pay in Bitcoin, that you know you do get at, actually it's a twenty eight percent. I give a twenty eight percent discount uh, for those who actually purchase the book in Bitcoin. So I, I do believe that incentivizing people to um, participate, you know in the Bitcoin um, network is, is a great thing. So um, back to your question, um, you know, there, there, there's, there's several things that I think um, that can spawn mass adoption. Um, and then there are several things that I think that's hindering mass adoption. And, and like I said, like one of the things you said is just kind of, where Bitcoin started, like you said, it it, it was it was spawned out of a, a super technical um, area. You know, you had the cyberpunks. You know, the you know they, those were you know uh, developers. You know, the, that that started it, and you know it kind of grew from there. So you know, un unless you are really super technical person. Um, you know, you may not have understood or you may not have been in the circles to even hear about Bitcoin. And, and like I said, you know, I came from a technical background, financial background, but I missed, 
I missed the whole, I missed that whole aspect. You know, I wasn't in the Silicon Valley area. You know, I'm, I'm on the, in the Midwest. So I, I don't know how I missed <laughs> that part. But what, what I liked about Bitcoin, what I did find out about it was, you know, I talk about all the, the seven um, superpowers of Bitcoin, the decentralization, the permissionalist. Uh, being pseudonymous, censorship resistant, immutable, transparent, disinflationary, all those things, you know, and really just being a alternative to the financial service industry, which has historically, you know, left certain people behind. So, you know, um, and I'm talking about underrepresented people of color, women, you know, in just in the in the financial and technology sector, um, a lot of people have been left behind. And I saw Bitcoin, you know, as an opportunity, you know, for those underrepresented populations to, you know, be able to, you know, have an opportunity that they may not have had in the traditional markets. But the only problem that I saw when I when I got into Bitcoin was really that there's not enough people into Bitcoin, you know, like me that look like me. So, you know, what I saw was large institutions um, coming into Bitcoin, and this was in 2018. So even back then, you know, you could you could see the the writing was on the wall. The institutions were coming. Um, and right in 2018, you know, that was right after the, you know, the 2017 bull run where, you know, the price was actually going down. We were heading into a bear market. But what did we see? We saw the institutions, they start piling in. But you saw little guys like us um, with the price volatility. We were being shaken out of the market. So, you know, that was the first thing that I saw that was kind of like an issue for me. I said, okay, big people are coming in, the smart money's coming in, the little investors are getting shook out. Another thing that I saw that was kind of disturbing to me that what I thought was, um, you know, uh, that had a negative effect on the mass adoption was uh, the wealth inequality gap. You know, although I think now Bitcoin can be a solution for that, but the crypto market and Bitcoin, as I saw it then, was kind of mirroring the traditional markets where even in the crypto market that, you know, there was a wealth, a crypto wealth inequality gap. You know, there was the 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 10 percent held, you know, 90 percent of the crypto wealth where, you know, the bottom one percent you know, held the other, the last 90%. So, you know, that was kind of disturbing. And then again, another factor that was kind of mirroring the traditional markets that was kind of disturbing to me was that, you know, the diversity, equity, inclusion, you know, I didn't, I didn't really see it. I didn't see, you know, just even participating in the, you know, the crypto community, the Bitcoin community, there was a lack of diversity, um, you know, even, in the crypto companies, the large crypto companies, I didn't see much diversity in the, you know, in the leadership and the CEOs of uh, different crypto companies. I didn't see, you know, I've seen, you know, a few women 
in some key roles, but you know, I didn't know of any women developers, any women um, Bitcoin miners or anything like that. So th- those were kind of things that I touch on in the book that I saw that was, um, that were uh, a couple of issues, but the, the main point of my book was I, I did offer three different solutions to counteract that. Again, Bitcoin just being open source and permissionless, you know, allows anybody to get in. So, you know, I always say when I talk to people about Bitcoin is that I think I say that they should use the, um, the lab approach, L-A-B. You know, first you got to learn Bitcoin, that's the L, you know, get as much education about it as you want. The A is acquire Bitcoin. You know, you got to put your toes in into the water, you know, acquire Bitcoin. And I say acquire and hold, you know, some people acquire, they may do what they want. They may trade, they, you know, you're you're probably going to trade, you're going to get in enticed to do that (laughs) but my strategy is to buy and hold and then the b that in the lab process is to you know look into opportunities to build in the space or to work in the crypto space again just getting getting you know this this is an asset that's you know that's for the 21st century digital economy so just being able to work or build, you know, if you are a developer, being able to build in the space is a great opportunity for um, young people, you know, people who have been um, historically underrepresented in technology to, you know, get into a space where, you know, it's a young burgeoning space. So a lot of opportunity there. So I think just those three things can really usher in, mass adoption if enough people, again, really, um, really, you know, know about the space is introduced to the space. So that's kind of where I wanted to, you know, what I wanted the book to accomplish is at least, um, you know, at least when someone hears about it, they can't say that they've never heard about it. So, you know, there's resources out there where you learn and you know where you can get some at least some starter information so tell me about your company so yeah so really at the same time of that i had the book idea and you know i I decided to write this book in uh, it was april may of 2020 so this is literally right at the start of the COVID 19 pandemic uh, you know, the, the family, my wife and kids were obviously uh, um, quarantined, you know, in our house, we're working from home. And, you know, we just didn't want this uh, pandemic to get the best of us. So we wanted to take advantage of the time um, and everything like that. So again, you know, you know, we decided to uh, decided to go with writing this book. But you know, my wife, she's in the diversity, equity, inclusion space. So we wanted to kind of combine our passions. You know, my passion for digital finance um, and technology, and her her um, 
passion for diversity, equity, inclusion. So we came up with um, our company we named um, South Florida Excellence Academy. And the original um, thought for the academy was really, we're gonna run it like an event. So it would be like a summer camp, like a summer, sort of like a conference, sort of like a Bitcoin conference. It would be like over a three, a three day weekend, like a Friday, Saturday, Sunday, where we really just taught uh, young, young folks um, really different topics that had to do with uh, digital finance. So, you know, everything from Bitcoin to DeFi to, you know, really just topics that, you know, young people are going to need to succeed in the 21st century digital economy. Um, that was the impetus of the company. You know, again, we combine it with the education of the book. Um, also, we have um, in our business strategy, um, actually uh, being a vendor to actually train people to get their um, uh, Bitcoin certified professional certification. So that's kind of what our company did. It's, a, it's, a, it's really a, it's a training, uh, it's a Bitcoin, it's really a Bitcoin trading and education company. Um, and we kind of, we are, our, our main training workshop is actually geared for uh, high school STEM students. So we, we kind of want to focus on them because we know those are the type of students who, you know, know the importance of higher education um, and, you know, they're, they're studying, you know, science and technology, but, you know, no one's really teaching um, at the high school level really the importance of money and what money is and what money is in the future and especially in the new digital economy. So that's where our focus is. And again, we kind of focus on those who have been historically underrepresented and also those who just want to possibly be, you know, thought leaders or really work in that new um, digital economy. So that's where our company is. Again, where uh, we just we just founded back in uh, May of 2020. Um, our first workshop is scheduled to happen um, in the South Florida area uh, the third week in June of 2021. We kind of had to change our business model. <laughs> With the pandemic, because it was our business model calls for an on-site um, uh, training academy, but we're gonna we're gonna most likely uh, we're shooting. We want to. Well, it's probably gonna be a, a hybrid, virtual, and on-site event. So uh, we're just lining up our sponsors now. But um, ironically, uh, right around right. Before that, uh, Miami just uh, got the Bitcoin 2021 conference. So yes. figure out how to uh, leverage uh, leverage some of the players that come down. I'm definitely going to be there. So definitely, definitely. So Damon, I want to take a moment to thank you so much for joining me this evening and tell folks where we can find you online. Well, the, um, the easiest place to find me is probably on Twitter. Um, 
author D.L. Johnson. Um, and or and you can find my book um, on Amazon, uh, Deep Into the Bitcoin Rabbit Hole. That's the um, easiest way to find it is on Amazon. Ladies and gentlemen, author Damon Johnson, author of the book Deep Into the Bitcoin Rabbit Hole. Damon, thank you so much for your time this evening, sir. I really do appreciate it. I want you to promise me you'll have a good one. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for bringing me on tonight.